Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah! Well, that was loud live. From Instill Distilling Company, this is the Tailgate Legend Show, brought to you by KillCliff Energy, KillCliff CBD. Uh, this is the show where you tailgate with legends, folks. And we're all about the tailgating. It's all about the cuisine, the camaraderie, the hanging out, the bullshitting. Today we're getting into it, boys. Today we're getting into it. This is an interesting tailgate that we have lined up for you today. We've got the playoffs. We're still in the playoffs. We're still in the thick of it. Um, But there's a lot of conspiracy shit going on. A lot of conspiracy talk. I'm not wearing this tinfoil hat for nothing. I think you look good, man. We're going to get wicked weird today. I think that you should wear every day. But yes, we have a lot of conspiracy stuff. The June 1st drop of... Project Blue. So that's the uh, that's the background. So back when Trump was in office, he ordered um, things to be declassified in regards to UFOs and UAPs, um, and a lot of this stuff is supposed to launch here soon, uh, pun intended. And we're going to find out a lot about UFOs in the sky and intelligent life, etc. I think it's all drones, um, to be honest with you. I think all these things that are sure. flying around so, are just drones. I, no, I think you're wrong. I know you're, oh, I know you're a you, huge uh, Obama fan. So, like, did you, see his, um, did you see his recent release on UFOs? No. So he, he, he came on camera and talked about how, uh, you know, folks, we, we, know that, um, we know that there are intelligent life out there, and there are these planes or these objects flying in the sky. And he went on and on and on and on. He was a great that? speaker, though. When was say. that? When was that? <laughs> with, with much better than Joe, not you, Joe, the other president, Joe. So, <laughs> ah, I see. Uh, that That's happened good. within the last uh, forty to sixty days. Um, he did that, and then the um, leader of China, China, where Taiwan is, Eric. Yeah, the, um, the country of Taiwan. Yeah, the country of Taiwan. And the, the leader of China said the same thing. Um, it said something to the, to the effect of, we have intelligent life. We have confirmation of intelligent life in the, in the sky or, or, or craft, et cetera. Same thing repeated. So, well, I mean, Tansy said he thinks it's all drones. And you kind of could be true, though. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I, I think if there true. was intelligent life out there, they would not want to mess with us. Well, I think we're way It too- could be the intelligent life's drones. Because if you're going to do interstellar space travel, you're not going to send... I mean, most carbon-based bodies wouldn't be able to withstand that sort of travel. So if they send a drone, that way they can kind of watch us like animals at the zoo, which is basically what we would be to... You know, a higher intelligent being. So I think it's a good thing let, you have me, that hat on, right? Let me We're introduce you guys it. to our guest today. What kind of hosts are we uh, to not even introduce our jo- our guest today? We have Ashley Hope Tansy, the one and only, the one and only, my She's favorite gonna... Tansy. Hello. Yeah. Oh man, we've got a girl on the show. Way better than Eric. <laughs> we finally got another girl on the show. Everybody likes it when we have chicks on the show. Um, and but Ashley Hope, she loves conspiracies. She loves to read about them. She loves to podcast about them. And we knew that today was going to be a pod, uh, a conspiracy heavy podcast. So we brought her on today to just interject, chime in when you want to, honey. I know some of these things really, really get your gears turning. That's true. And to clarify, I don't podcast. I listen to podcasts. Yes, you're that's podcasting what I mean. yeah. right now, Ashley. As <laughs> yeah. we speak, you are yeah. you are podcasting. And you've been on the Drinking Bros before. This isn't your first time. You were on the Drinking Bros main main. Um, 
main show, my headphones keep going in and out, so it's really difficult for me to stay on track right well, now. Plug that in a little <laughs> is that, bit. Is that what it is? Put it in deeper. Yeah, right, put it in on. deeper. Nope. That was, nope. That was a, that's what she said moment, but yeah. Ashley kept her mouth shut. But um, why? So you don't think this intelligent life out there? You think we're the intelligent ones? No, I do. I don't think they're all drones like he thinks. Oh, so you so think this actual beings? Yes, I think potentially. But I actually have a, a, a bigger... A bigger theory that I can get into even later. Get there. into it. Okay. Well, I'm not just into the conspiracy stuff. Right. And not just, like, the conspiracies like you guys have been talking about, right, with Pizzagate, like we're going to get into, like, yep. political conspiracies, not just that. But I also like to tie in things like cryptids and aliens and weird stuff all together. So my overarching theory is the multi-universe theory, because that would explain every single little thing that we don't have an explanation sure. for. Sure. I can totally see it being dimensional, that these, you know, life forms or whatever they are, are coming from either another planet, another, you know, solar system, or another dimension or universe, like you say. Exactly. And I'm, I'm all in on the multiverse theory. Because mm-hmm. It would not? explain uh, Bigfoot sightings and why we've never found Bigfoot bones. It would explain why some people have alien encounters, but we never seem to have, like, proof proof of aliens. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Neil deGrasse Tyson was recently on Drinking Bros, but he was also recently on Rogan, and I always tune in when Neil deGrasse Tyson is talking. And... You know, he's an astrophysicist, a very, he's wicked smart, as I like to say. Wicked <laughs> smart. And he kind of, you know, Rogan goes right, and he's like, all right, let's talk about this, this, you know, new alien UFO stuff. And he kind of downplayed it in the sense that, well, everyone has a, an iPhone with a pretty high-resolution camera. Why are we not getting pictures? Why are we getting these low-res cameras only from, you know, people out in the middle of the ocean and um, people who are, you know, Air Force pilots like uh, David Favor? And, you know, the, why is that the only stuff that we're seeing? But at the same time, if they are super intelligent and way more wicked smarter than us, they would know how to co- sort of cloak themselves to us, wouldn't you think? Sure, and that's kind of Eric's whole thing. Like, if they are out there and they're smarter, they probably well, don't want anything to do with us. I mean, yeah. we well, look primitive to them, I'm sure. Exactly. When is this all this information supposed to drop? Today. The Ir- ironically, today. Um, is when the stuff from the government is supposed to be declassified. And, you know, what I was hoping today, we could kind of glance over it and then wait for a future episode because there's going to be a glorious dumpster fire. Mark mark my words, mark my prophecy for those of you that listen to this podcast. The government, not just the U.S. government, but the government, one world government, is going to utilize the release of these UAPs and UFOs as a way to try to control people. I have a theory that... They're going to launch and release technology that's been around for, you know, the better part of 50 years now. And it's going to become more and more prominent. There's going to be more and more sightings. Heck, since uh, Obama and the uh, leader of China came out, there's been an uptick on TikTok of uh, UFO sightings. I don't think that there's a coincidence there. Here I am, you know, I should have the tinfoil on because I'm just theorizing at this point. But, you know, we have a Chinese-based app where we're seeing a lot more UFO and UAP sightings. Um, we have world leaders coming out and talking about that. So we know how they all, of all parties and all persuasions of politics, have reacted with, um, <clears throat> with, the, uh, well, with I- the pandemic. So my theory is based on the fact that they utilize the pandemic to create fear and to govern us. And they're going to do the same thing with UFOs. See, I, I think that I partially I believe in your theory. Of course, yeah. I'm theorizing, too. I, I'm not a conspiracy expert or any of those things. So please listen to this with a grain of salt. Yeah. But what my original theory was 
is that there, that he's de- that Trump was declassifying this because he wants people to know the truth that China, um, mainly China, Russia, or yeah, maybe Russia. Russia, has drones out there right now mm-hmm. that are able to pull these G's, able to pull all of these crazy maneuvers but, without having a human being inside of them. They're not weaponized yet. And now China and everybody else is kind of shitting their pants like, uh, okay, this technology is about to be released to the to the people. We've got to come up with a way to do that. I think we are in the age of misinformation. Um, there's so much misinformation out there. And right now, and I, I honestly believe that the government is behind a lot of the misinformation. And they're capitalizing on that. They are capitalizing yeah, on that misinformation. Totally. Um, case in point, you know, it, it, it's weird though because I try not to be a conspiracy guy. I don't follow them too much, but it's hard not to believe when you have, you know, a group of political people talking about going to electric cars and getting away from fuels. And then all of a sudden you have a gas shortage overnight and we all panic. And then all of a sudden we've talked about the hamburgers. If everybody would just limit themselves to eating one less hamburger a week. And now all of a sudden we have a meat shortage, which, you know, I don't know if you guys heard that today. um, But the the, only meat meat, shortage is in your pants. Well, that's that's no secret. That's no conspiracy. (laughs) That's no theory. That's been proven. But the thing about the technology and, and Russia and China and them being drones is the propulsion systems that some of these alleged drones are showing, I mean, there's, there's almost no way that anyone is capable. Maybe China. We don't know what China's capable of. China makes all the chips us. that go in your trucks. Yeah, you and couldn't even drive also your, a shortage on those. You couldn't too, even allegedly. drive your truck if you didn't have China. So, but the I thing mean, is, too, China and Russia both would not tell us. If they found an alien being and they had it held captive, dead or alive, no way China and or Russia is going to tell us anything. I mean, do you they, think we would tell China if we had one? No, but I think the American government is incompetent and has a lot of struggles in keeping a secret. Um, I mean, look at Roswell, right? I mean, that's where kind of it all started. There was an alleged crash in Roswell, New Mexico. Around the time we start the Manhattan Project and we start messing around with nuclear devices and all of a sudden, you know, these beings come. And then at first it was reported in the newspapers locally that there was a UFO that crashed. And then they quickly turned it into, no, it was a a fallen weather balloon. Mm -hmm. So I think the U.S. government has been sloppy at best when it comes to hiding things. Although I did reference the Manhattan Project, they did keep that under wraps for a little bit, and that was kind of um, against the norm. What's the Manhattan Project? Well, that's when they got, I don't know the exact number of people, but lots of people to um, work on developing the atomic bomb. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to us uh, dropping a couple nukes on good old Japan there. And they haven't yeah. recovered since. Just kidding. They're doing just fine. But when, <laughs> when it comes to China and Russia, if they have any sort of capability or if they have any sort of knowledge of extraterrestrial beings, they're not going to tell us. They're going to hold out. And if the government, our government, the United States government has it, it's going to come out because they're incompetent. As so, being that we're tailgating for the release of this information, how do you feel? What do you, what do you want to expect? What do you think is going to come out of this information? What do you want to see? The UFO stuff? Yeah. Just general declassification. Like, let us all read about what's actually happened and make you think our there's own. Gonna, you want to see some alien shit? Like, some yeah, real deal. Yeah, of course. Independence <laughs> Day. Well, what would that do to your religious aspect? I know you guys, you know, believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the great Dave Matthews has a line, if Martians fell from the sky, what would that do to God? Well, I mean, that's fine. We got to know. Oh, God. I mean, that's a whole different thing, though, right? I mean... No, it's a completely different thing. I've actually read... <laughs> believe it or not, like Christian fiction that was based on the idea of like multiverse theories. And in like, from a Christian perspective, like say you had five different universes, obviously they're supposed to be infinitesimal, but say five and every single one, perhaps Jesus came back at a different time and they're all doing things at a different pace. Right. Right? So it it doesn't, they don't, you know, yeah. And that's the thing. I think what, 
what gives Christ- some Christians a bad name is that closed-mindedness of, oh, no, they can't be extraterrestrial life because that would mean Jesus would have to go die for them. And well, I that's think, what my mother would say. Well, like, yeah, and that's what my mom would say, too. <laughs> Hi, Mom. But the thing is, like, if God is omnipotent and all-powerful, why couldn't he have multi- multiple universes that he's over. And why wouldn't for he? Sure. I mean, you've got to get bored at some point right? by just watching us animals flock around the, the world. Exactly. Like, like where that his shit had gotten example. a little while ago. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, real. you have to be a little bit more open-minded these days, I think, if you are of faith, especially Christian faith. Like my mother, she would say, well, if there are aliens, then God would have told us about them, so there must not be aliens. Is Jesus not an alien? talk about aliens on the Bible. Well, there you go. I mean, he pretty much is. Like, he says his, his father's upstairs, and I mean, he literally... <laughs> ascended and like he pretty much is an alien he's not of this world so you guys are tapping into uh, there's actually conspiracies related to god and the aliens now as a catholic i think that this is bullshit but i think it's going to tie into the um conspiracy later Uh, there's a theory that we were created by aliens called the anunnaki anunnaki Mm. Um, very familiar with that and the anunnaki are the ones that created us and then they utilized the quran the bible um, and other religions to kind of govern us. And uh, long story short, I mean, we could do episode upon episode upon episode on the Anunnaki in that theory. But the long story short is the the Anunnaki screwed up and they're coming back. Mm. Um, and in some of the... From planet Nibiru. In some of the prophecies that they... <clears throat> that this theory is based in the 44th president, or excuse me, the 44th king, and this is also found within the Old Testament um, and other um, religious documents and books and belief systems, the 44th king has uh, great prominence in this theory and that we are at the end times right now and the Anunnaki are coming back. So this is what has the alien conspiracy theorists so boned up right now is because um, what president are we on? Forty, I believe Biden is 46, right? No, no, 45, baby. Is he 45? I thought Trump was 45. No, Trump was 45. Yeah, so then Biden's yeah, 46, 46, right? 46. Yeah, so the number, with the numbers loosely aligning, all these people are super boned up about it, and, and they seem to think that with Biden going out, whoever is next, or it could happen this year, that the Anunnaki are going to come. And what kind of has my tinfoil hat uh, antenna up right now is um, they just released the alien stuff today. So I think that the government's going to naturally take advantage of it, right? Yeah, the Anunnaki story is, is fascinating to me because it gets into, like, the DNA and what we are as humans where, you know, there's Homo sapiens and, you know, different types of cavemen, if you will, right? Neanderthals and all these things where there is a significant jump in time that our brains grow and, you know, as... You know, the story goes, what Puhak was talking about with the Anunnaki is they came down and messed with DNA of Neanderthals right. and Homo sapiens to create modern-day humans so that we could build civilizations and become, you know, the smart people that we are today, clearly. They jacked us up. Yeah, pretty much, which, I mean, crazier things have happened. What's what's really It's like crazier? when we create a cell phone that just isn't... Well, Ro- Rogan... That great, we create on, another one. On one of Rogan's episodes, um, he talked about how he theorizes that aliens... Uh, his guests or somebody during the show said, why, why, why don't we see them? How come we don't see them more often? And his theory was that we're so fucked up, we're like cockroaches, you know? Like, we, we don't acknowledge the ants on the ground around us or the cockroaches in the hallways in the ghetto or whatever because 
they're beneath us, right? So, like, his theory was that we're beneath them, and they're kind of like, gosh, look at those idiots over there, man. Yeah. And so the theory is they want to come back and fix us, which I, I don't really buy into the, any of that. But I mean, just we only have for, five senses if they're able to tap in the different dimensions that we can't understand. Well, and like then, a dog's know, nose. Pretty much, though, right? It's the same you know idea I mean? of, like, like Puhok saying, if, if there's an ant crawling on this table, all it knows is what's... It can't even look up. Right. If we're going like this and hovering our hand over the it ant, has no it has idea. no idea. And in that ant's reality, there's no human waving its, its hand right. over. But in theory, those, those aliens or beings or whatever they are could be waving their hands over us the whole time, and we're over here sitting around talking about it but having no idea that it's going on. Um, but, I mean, another thing with Rogan is the Bob Lazar thing. So Bob Lazar, and it all ties in the conspiracies, conspiracies and aliens and UFOs. That, that was a good one. Bob Lazar worked at uh, S Four, I believe it was called, mm. which is is similar to like the idea of Area Fifty One. And he, since the you know early '80s, talked about Element One Fifty One that didn't get quote unquote discovered until 2013. And he knew about it because he was basically um, working on craft that they have found allegedly in these in the deserts of Nevada. Um, that are not of this world. And the government has recently said, yeah, we do. We've had crafts that are not of this world. So Bob Lazard seemed like a loony for years and got mocked and ridiculed. He lost his job. If you're interested in that, definitely look into Bob Lazar's story. It's he very fascinating. He specifically like named um, solar systems and like planet names and yeah. being names and titles and he sounds more right every single day yeah. the more shit that I comes rem- out. i remember when that episode came out i was like this guy is crazy and but then, he's a genius he's yeah super intelligent super articulate and i think he's seen some shit and the government has definitely fucked with him because yeah. well you know um, oh it's known they have <laughs> it's funny because we, we see these people as crazy and some of these conspiracy theories these alex joneses and some of the other folks we see them as crazy until they start becoming more and more right. Right. And things really do start to Heck come yeah, true. Dude. The Wuhan thing, for, exist- for, for example, <laughs> right? So yeah, we talked about Wuhan, Wuhan and, and that maybe the, the, um, the COVID flu didn't come out of Wuhan. And yeah. then that's racist. Oh, you're racist. We're going to take it off of Facebook. We're going to tell how dare you say that it came out of a laboratory. And then now all of a sudden we have a new president and he's saying exactly that. Well, mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not exactly sure that it didn't come out of a... Laboratory, yeah. But now we've had social media and all these other. Even government- Fauci has said that it's a possibility, right? Yeah. And, but but we we had now it's- people deleted off of Facebook mm-hmm. for making such accusations. Um, it was racist when wrong. Trump said it, but it wasn't when Fauci and Biden now say right. it. Which right. I mean, Trump was his own worst enemy. Let's be honest; he didn't do himself any favors sure, sure, on sure. why he got the flack that he deserved. To but extent. at what point are these conspiracies no longer theories and, and they're true? You know, because you, you think about Operation Northwood, for example, obviously not a theory. That really happened. But a lot of people, when you try to talk about it, will accuse you of being a conspiracy yeah. theorist. But that was real. That was declassified information that the U.S. government did try to start a war with Cuba by crashing mm-hmm. an airplane full of humans, civilians, into the ocean and running a suicide bomb into the uh, gates of Guantanamo Bay. And then when the, uh, John F. Kennedy fires... Uh, all of the directors, the CIA the, and the FBI director, for even even coming up with the thought of that, nine weeks later, he's assassinated. Yeah. And JFK um, talked about secret societies, and he talked about beware of these secret societies within the government. And actually, this is what, you're really, this is what you're really into, Well, right? the Kennedy that's still around and still talking, right, he's, like, very much into, like, current situations. He's a Republican, isn't he? 
Very much so, yeah. It's very strange and when you think of it, it right? I mean, it is. Well, parties kind of flip-flop Unless you forth. just think of Your politicians that long ago just being interested in certain ideas and certain values. Like, now it's like you pick a party and then you're with that party. It doesn't matter yeah. what the politicians are saying. It's way too black and white. So, like, back then... You're you're choosing ideas. You're going along with the the guy that makes the most sense to you in that moment. So I don't think it's really a matter of Republican and Democrat. Uh, yeah, especially now there's an emergence of Republicans and Democrats on both sides of the accused and um, of the accusers. Right? Like, I mean, there there's this will be a nice segue into what we'll what we primarily want to talk about on this episode is. Um, with Pizzagate and, and child molestation, et cetera, like there's there's prominent Republicans being charged in this too. It's not just oh. Democratic. It's definitely it's just see that's the thing you know Democrat Republican they're all just people of power and neither of them give a shit about you right. Dan talks about it all the right. time. APAC he said he doesn't said, matter if they're left or right. They don't give a shit about the people only about themselves and their pockets. And that's not a conspiracy. That's a fact. Those who desire power very seldom deserve it. it. And those who deserve power very seldom want it. Absolutely. Sure. 100%. Um, like I said, my kids can do anything they want in this world. Um, but if they were ever to tell me that they wanted to be a politician, I would make them change their last name. Get fucked. And get out of, <laughs> and get out of my household. But, but yeah. Ashley, when, you, when we talk about, you know, the Democrat versus Republican and all the conspiracies and the Pizzagate thing, like that hits close to home to you because you have children and you followed the Pizzagate thing pretty closely back when that was. Right. Are you talking about like. 2016 when the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah. initially to a head, broke, sure. Then I think it was kind of taken up again last year because of the election and like and the Epstein. Trump stuff and Epstein and Weinstein and all the steams oh, yeah. and all the all the stuff that was well, happening. Well, that's the thing with, with Eric. I got to call him Eric because you're also tansy, but whatever. That's um, okay. where, where it's like, when what's the fine line between conspiracy and when something becomes true? And for years, Alex Jones... Rightfully so, right? He's yeah. wild. But he's was wild. called crazy for the Epstein stuff. But he was talking about the Epstein stuff for a long time. Long and then time. Very sudden, long time. Then all of a sudden, it's true. Yeah. So it's no longer a conspiracy. The only conspiracy now is, did he kill himself? But to me, that's an obvious no, he did not kill himself. Absolutely. As a law enforcement officer of eight years, I will tell you, I don't... I'd have to see a lot more evidence... That he did not kill himself. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I, I've worked in the jails. I've been in the I jails. Agree. I've talked to other jail staff. You don't go that long on that high priority of a guy to not be checking in. Who's already on suicide watch to begin with? Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Oh, I mean, you didn't know the guards fell. Shoelaces are. T- yeah, and 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 <laughs> granted, let me tell you from this po- point of view, being in the military and being on guard for for long, long hours, and being a cop and, and working twelve hour shifts, um, and sixteen hour shifts. When do you ever get? When, when do you ever fall asleep on any career field for three hours? When, when does that ever happen? It just doesn't happen. So I mean, I, you know, I can't even sleep in my own bed for three straight hours, much less sitting in a chair in a guard shack. So the whole he killed himself thing, uh, man, I'm having a hard time believing that one. But I, I, again, I don't want to wear a tinfoil hat, and I'm not going to do anything about it. I will. But, no, um, I mean, I think the Epstein stuff. I don't. I don't think I can think of a single person I've ever met that didn't agree that there was some not something fishy. Yeah. Whatever I think he side did. I think of the he... black and white line you're on these days, right, like yeah. everybody pretty much thinks something went down because it's proven at this point that he was involved in a lot well, of yeah, crazy I mean, shit. If the U.S. Attorney's Office is going to charge somebody, it's going to be a cherry-picked slam dunk. I mean, my experience in law enforcement is the U.S. Attorney's Office doesn't take shit unless it's easy, right? Mm-hmm. And so he did something. You know, and I'll go on the opposite of what you guys said. I think he I, did kill himself. I just think they allowed him to do and it. And you'll you'll agree with this concept 
and that's that's brilliant right there in law enforcement when people are like doing a mass shooting or a big act of violent cowardice what do they do at the end all the time smoke themselves kill themselves or at least try i was thinking about that today prepping for the show as much as the tinfoil hat in me wants to believe that somebody killed him to make all these bad guys look worse I kind of feel like he killed himself. But I feel like they had to have let him do it. Gave again, him the bait. Again, because... Like dangled be, the carrot. Yes, like, well, I mean, I think that they said, hey, look, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, these guards won't be on duty for the next three hours. Yeah. You got three hours to take care of it. You have a bed sheet in your room. You have a sturdy bed pad. Because, you know, even when I was in the military, if they put you on suicide watch, you didn't get a sheet. You got a sleeping bag. You had no shoelaces. You had no toothbrush. You had no comb. You had somebody sitting at your door 24 hours, seven days a week. When you're on suicide watch in the jail, it's the same thing. Yeah. There isn't anywhere to hang a sheet from in the Wake County Jail. Well, let me ask you this. Um, As someone who worked in law enforcement and knows, you know, a little and, inside the And the one guy that did commit commit suicide in the jail that when I was present for was he, which is a guy that I arrested. Uh, he jumped off the balcony. Yeah, um, gnarly. Yeah, uh, Maxwell that. Mitchell. You can look that up. But well, he Maxwell. ran. Maxwell Mitchell. He, he ran and jumped off the like swan Maxwell? dive. But what about Aaron Hernandez situation? Since it's Pride Month, after all, we can talk Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> um, he killed himself. I know he was probably in a different type of prison. But, but I mean, it depends on are you on suicide watch or not. Epstein mm. was a high profile yeah. case who was on suicide yeah, known, watch. No, yeah. um, he had a lot of reasons to do in it. In one of the most secure places on the planet. You're not committing suicide yeah. unless somebody no, allows you to do I it. Think, I think that the issue is that we've focused so much. Like, they've had us focus so much on, like, Epstein didn't kill himself. And that's been allowed. Like, everybody says it. Everybody uses it. It would be more accurate to say, like, Epstein wasn't alone. Sure. Like, it was so much going on behind the scenes. And, and, and so the funny thing is, is that um, one of the inside, uh, and I forget, uh, Chris Hansen, um, to catch a predator, he, he was talking about he has... He has. He was real deep into the whole pedophile thing for a very long time, and he knows people that are very close to the Epstein case. And he says, "I won't speak out on it because the names are just too hope high profile, and they haven't released it yet." And he says, "But it's crazy." But he also speaks on it as if I'm sorry. I don't care what the name is. I don't care if that name is Noel White, Boston Joe, Ashley Tansy, Darby Tansy. I don't care if it's my son, Duke Tansy. If my son is connected to something as heinous and I have any leaked information that I, I, that I think is credible, I'm going to tell people about it. And I'm going to go on a podcast until you kill me. I'm going to say something about it. I don't understand these people's values and their morals and their ethics. How do you find them? Because I, I, I hope that the people I'm sitting with right here at this table, um, which we're all from all bit different backgrounds here. We've got Democrats. We've got Republicans. We've got whatever sitting at this table, Christians, non-Christians, whatever. But I feel like everybody that I'm sitting with, if they had some kind of information that one of us was diddling children, I'm not, I, I would hope that none of them were going to keep that a secret. Um, or at least none of them were going to... Um, well, to be part of the, the, the cover-up. So when Chris Hansen says, yeah, well, I've talked to these insider people, and they have some pretty big names that I've heard, but they're not really coming out with it, and so I'm not willing to say who those names are. That's I don't give a fuck if in. you sue me. I don't care if you take everything ab- away from me. The, the public has a right to know. Yeah. But that's where and bias you should be comes a in. Hero and do it. So we hear more about Trump being involved with Epstein, which I wouldn't fucking doubt if Trump was diddling kids at Epstein's Island. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, Bill Clinton went there. 
on paper 27 times on that plane, and there's a picture, a, a painting of him, him wearing in a blue a dress. dress, right? I feel, so, I feel like that's an epic segue for somebody to give a Pizzagate explanation. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to ask who has a higher kill count, Dan Holloway or Hillary Clinton? Oh, Hillary Clinton, hands down. <laughs> 100% Hillary Clinton. She's killed so, more people. I'm going to step off just for a second. Ashley, if you'll take over on the Pizzagate thing, because yeah, I know that please. you've done a lot of reading on the Pizzagate thing. Light it up. Um, you can keep that mic. What are you doing? Pick that mic back up, girl. She's scared of that microphone. But come on, you know a little bit about the pizza. Way bigger than what what pizza gate is. (laughs) That's another small (laughs) dick joke. I'm sorry. I know he's your husband. That's okay. Uh, So sorry. You just want me to refresh everybody? Yeah, I mean, you guys probably know more about PizzaGate than me. I know more about the Epstein stuff than the PizzaGate stuff. So, like, first for the listeners that don't quite understand all of PizzaGate, what's a good like? explanation as to what's going on Basically, and why we're talking about it. in 2016, a bunch of emails were released from, like, John Podesta's computer. And there were all these references to getting pizzas. And they had to do with getting pizzas by the hour, by the half hour. There were all these time words that were involved. And a lot of big people's names were in these emails. And so um, they made all these associations to this place called... Comet Ping Pong Pizza. and Which is in D.C., right? Yes, and there was this whole theory that evolved, and it was in all sorts of, you know, kind of back channels of the Internet about how this place was like a child sex trafficking ring, and, like, mm-hmm. the basement was full of, like, cages full of children, and, like, the Podestas were involved, and all sorts of other high political people were involved, and they would go and, like, get a child for an hour. And so a reference to a pizza was, like, a reference to a child or... And then there were other symbols that they kind of attributed. Certain keywords. I heard, yeah. I heard that. Do we talk about the Miami part where they were moving him in through Miami? That's when they first discovered the mm-hmm. pizza symbol. So mm-hmm. the, the, where the pizza symbol first came in was, um, and I might be wrong. Again, I'm not like a huge conspiracy theory guy, but reading into the pizza gate, it was, I think, was it the hurricane in Honduras? Or what was the big hurricane? Haiti? Oh, yeah, yeah Haiti. 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 It was the big hurricane that flooded out Haiti. And, um, and there was 80... 81 or 89, 80-something children came in um, through Miami, and they were like, these kids are all orphans. Well, one FBI agent pulled one of the children aside and was like, are you an orphan? She was like, no, I'm not. Um, they happened to be all girls um, and very few boys, and, and so he started questioning them, and, and the more he questioned the, this FBI agent, the more they questioned the children, the more the children were like, no, we're, no, I have a family. We just, we end up going to a refugee camp, and they pulled all the kids, they told all the kids to come out. So a senior FBI agent, a female, took over the case, and she found out that these kids have been brought over um, through uh, the Hillary Clinton Foundation, and Hillary Clinton's attorney like resigned was like I'm out I'm done like not even fucking done quits those well weeks later the the senior FBI agent was found hanging from her doorknob which how many of these how Mm. many people hang themselves from a doorknob now Joe you and I we're both cops in the same area for a fair long time I've seen jeez I've never seen 60 70 suicides in my day i've never seen one person commit suicide by door handle the only time that i've seen things or heard of things related to odd hangings is in regards to auto 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 erotic erotic masturbation right like where they're strangling yourself where you're but we we also have clues we have evidence that shows that they were masturbating no but these these people are allegedly dead like that from a doorknob right and so so, you know like drowning yourself is a very difficult thing to do Mm -hmm. because typically you'll 
panic before you pass out. And you if go, you right. die so, with an erection, is it maintained or does it go away it, real quick? It, it, well, it will maintain, and then I think you yeah, wet heard, yourself. I've heard of cases quite where a bit. Ca- uh, cadavers were found with erections. Yeah. Oh yeah, and especially if you have a spinal cord injury. Uh-huh. Can ask fucking shoot your Matthew McConaughey is an expert on this because that's how his dad died. Really? I thought, his, I thought his yeah. dad died fucking his mom. Exactly. Yeah, but so he, he wasn't like hanging himself. No, no, he? but if you were asking if you if you oh, die with the bone erection. No, no, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Erection. Got it. Interesting. So uh, huh. who who said comment ping pong? Um I did. Well yeah, so so, uh, so the pizza thing, yeah, by the way, with the I am with this. recreating a dish from that restaurant. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's so the reason clever. kind of the reason why we did today's episode um is because we're here with Chef Puhawk from Conspiracy Cuisine. He is a mainstay on the show. Um, if we're not at a restaurant, if we're not out, he's usually our chef that's doing our tailgate. He's our go-to chef. If we have an important guest, we're getting Chef Puak on the show to do some great cooking. And, uh, one of the, one of the shows we might be working on later in the future, um, we don't know yet. And if you're, if you're listening to this show right now and you want to message us and comment us on what you think, but we would love to do a conspiracy cuisine show where we just eat food and talk about conspiracies. With somebody who really knows a lot about conspiracies. Conspiracies with conspiracy cuisine or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so just a, kind of a food podcast where you eat food and, and talk about conspiracies. Just something we're throwing around in the something books. Something I'd like to do. Uh, definitely something I'm not going to yeah. be a part of, but it's something I will definitely listen something to. Something have fun with. Um, definitely something to have fun with. But with the Pizzagate thing, was uh, that was when the, the first pizza symbols were found, was huh. in Miami. And then all of a sudden they started correlating the Miami ones all the way up to the pizza place going on with the uh, rocking comet. What's it called? Comet ping pong. But comet I do just want to say that, that that little part, if, if you don't believe any of the other parts, like the FBI says that like yes. pizza is a symbol f- yes, used and the by cheese, pedophiles. The cheese were the girls and the pepperoni were the boys at that time in Miami. I mean, the farther down you go, maybe the less likely everything is, but the FBI actually identifies those terms. There's no way used. the Catholic Church wasn't involved in this. <laughs> I know you just said you're Catholic, and I'm sorry, but, I mean, fact is fact. There's no way the Catholic Church wasn't involved in Epstein's Island or any of this pedophilia because they are probably the biggest perpetrators in the... Were you raised Catholic, Jeff? No, I wasn't, but I went to a, a private Catholic high school for a little bit. And Why do you uh, think that, though? Why go. do you think that the... Because they rape little boys, and they've been oh doing it for God. so long. Oh, that's they do. not fact. They do they that's n- still theory. That's, no, it, that is fact. No, it's that's absolutely, absolutely fact. Not have you ever all seen, of them. It's prominent in Moonlight? the media. Prominent in the media. You ever seen Moonlight, the Boston Globe? The Boston Globe sucks. It's a rag, by the way. Yeah. Spotlight, that's enough. I, um, Moonlight is the Pride Month. There was movie. <laughs> there, there was. You know, I can speak intelligently, intelligently on this. But, right, you know, try to one, defend the Catholic I, Church. Good I luck. was never molested, and I was raised like. Yeah, but you're ugly as shit. Thank you. <laughs> so it yeah, would definitely be a sun, a sin to molest you. With the you know beard I mean? gone, I'm even uglier. Right. So, Noel, defend me here. Uh, well, my dad passed away when I was 14. Father Sims, from Cape St. Clair, tried to get me alone months after my dad died. That's oh, not a coincidence. Not, and and oh, I, Father he, Sims. I, I went, uh, I went home and I said, I never want to see that man again. Yeah, fuck my Father mom. Sims. Where is he now? Where's Where's Father he, Sims he's now? He's probably in under. jail now because he ended up getting caught for about doing it to half the oh, case. Are you serious? Oh, no shit. So, so this is this is months after my dad dies. This is how this guy 
yeah. wants to help wow. me. Pieces of shit. And uh, But no, nothing ever happened to me because I went home and I said, Mom, that guy gives me the creeps in my mom's. You're a good looking dude. I'm telling I'm, you, if I was a Catholic but, priest, I'd want to deal with you. They're not all like, like Joe, you can't. I'm not saying, well, <laughs> I don't. can't say you, that everybody. You don't paint, you, it, that's like saying. Um, all cops are bad. All cops are bad. They are. All Jewish people it's, it's, are rich. Look at me. All, all you black cannot people say are that, whatever. Nobody you know can paint with a broad brush like that, but they do do it. Absolutely, and then they hide it, they cover it up, and they never, you know, have them get. I mean, in the Northeast, in Boston specifically, there was a ton that got arrested, and guess what? They got killed in prison real quick. Good for them, and it wasn't a hanging situation. They got killed in prison like they deserve. But a lot of times, they just send them somewhere else, send them somewhere else. Well, so that is that is an issue, and within the last two popes, there's been uh, an attempt to make it public but there's also been an attempt to cover it and there is corruption within the church mm-hmm. a lot of corruption lots um, but <laughs> you know for for the lay people like me that are still in the church you, you can't just broad brush stroke no everybody. and i'm not like, i've I'm never sure molested this... a right child. but i think sure. it goes back to what we were talking about that people of power or that are seeking power are often corrupt human beings right they want to get to they want to get to be the head of the church they want to be the head of the politics they want to be head of their community and they're willing and the so people that are more. willing to go to the distance the guys that are willing to get there it's, it's like you know for me in the police department i knew i was never going to get promoted very far because there were too many cutthroat dudes who were willing to do really shitty things to get promoted and i know that i was never willing to do those things i'm never willing to sacrifice my soul for a rank for purpose and that's why i say frankly anybody over the the rank of captain and i I would even argue that majority of captains and lieutenants in police departments um, and definitely in the military, they all, they're all scumbags at some point because you, you, if you weren't a scumbag, you wouldn't make it that far. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So the guys that make it that far are the ones that are willing to be the, the bigger pieces of shit. Um, and so when you have something as rank structured as the Catholic Church, which the Baptists don't have a rank structure quite like the Catholic Church, uh, I would argue that um, you know some of your non-denominational churches have the rank structure that the I mean, the Catholic Church has a real no shit rank structure, right? You can. I mean, it's an institution. It's an institution, it, correct? And so and they don't pay taxes. City. So if you no, want to be in charge of something, that's where you, that's the religion you're going to pick. So that's what I always tell people they when they bring up this question. It's They're that, the largest holder of real estate all, in the world. Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead, and Ashley. And they don't pay taxes. It's not <laughs> that all the Catholics are bad or all the Catholic priests are bad. It's that predators see it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you're a predator, you're going to join the Catholic Church of all the religions because that's the one that you can. Or, I mean, manipulate. there are all sorts of different institutions and corporations that predators see as opportunity. The presidency of the United States. <laughs> I mean, we got Bill Clinton getting, uh, di- you know, getting his wiener sucked by a twenty-year-old hey, no, no. unpaid intern. No, he he used a cigar. I thought wrestling coaches, right? Oh, wrestling God. coaches. <laughs> well, wrestling's a weird thing, anyway. But well, we won't talk about that. But I thought it was just a cigar. By the way, what? I thought he didn't. I thought he didn't inhale the cigar. He just stuck it in Monica. Oh, I don't know where you're I going with that. that. I've never heard you of never that. You never heard the cigar thing? No. Look it up. Google it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Noel knows. That's what he did. Slick Willie. That's why I call him Slick Willie. Stuck a cigar in Monica. Yeah, okay. Because you know Hillary and him were not fucking. I don't know that Hillary's ever had <laughs> like ever, sex. Like maybe once, I guess, for Chelsea, that was it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess they do. Yeah. One time. Could have been. You know, and then we, you know, we're going back to Pizzagate because he's about <laughs> to do the pizza. I think the one thing for Pizzagate, and, and I love how angry people get when you even bring up Pizzagate. Um, one, why does it make you angry for anybody to be curious and to make sure that there isn't some kind of crazy child molestation thing going on? Why do people care so much? 
why do people care so much? I don't, I mean, that's... Against it. Like, why are people like, you are a terrible person for well, even bringing bias. up Pizzagate? Bias, uh, absolutely. But shit. also, like... Anybody that wants to in- investigate anybody for child molestation, I'm 100% in. Mm-hmm. What is Pizzagate connected to, though, in most people's minds? The bigger conspiracy Hillary theory. Clinton. Okay, bigger. Democratic oh. Party. QAnon. Uh, oh, I And you. everybody likes it. I mean, like, yeah. that's completely, you know... Yeah. It's made up. It's all this. But the thing is that, like, what is the best way to take credibility away from something. It's like to make it seem completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So the reason that I like to follow all these crazy little rabbit, like little trails, little rabbit holes is because like somewhere there's a tiny little bit of truth somewhere. Yep. You know, every and great so conspiracy even has though, a grain of truth. Exactly. Even though the, the bigger thing, like queuing on all the craziness, like last year specifically, like it was crazy. I acknowledge it. And the deeper you go, the deeper, the more crazy it gets. But like, there was a grain of truth. Do I believe that there are lots of pedophiles high ranking in this country? You don't mean yes. You're trying to tell me you don't think Hillary is a lizard person living under the streets of well, see, New York? There you go. That's too far. <laughs> exactly. But it's somewhere like the along Jones the line, thing. somewhere along the line, they're like, oh, let's throw out even more craziness, and like, then that way everyone will think that. All of it's crazy. You know, and and when we talk about Pizzagate, the one thing that I learned from studying Pizzagate was Podesta's art. If you are not at least somewhat skeptical of his choice of art and the reason and, and how this guy came into power, I mean, that right there is enough to say... There's something fucked up going on because no nobody has Jeffrey Dahmer art. Nobody has a bunch of children tied up in the Biltmore pool and thinks that that's pretty. Nobody has a satanic figure carrying off a children out of its bed, painted on the wall of their children's fucking bedroom, and anybody thinks in their right mind that that's okay or reasonable. Uh, so you told me we were going to be doing this tonight, so I revisited all of that stuff that we were really crazy about last year, and it's it's still very much high on my list of craziness um, that I believe. The thing is there are two Podestas. You know this, right? There's John Podesta and there's Tony Podesta and they're brothers and they're both very active in politics. So it looks to me like Tony Podesta, not John Podesta, has the bigger collection of really creepy, bad, in my opinion, uh, pedophile-related art. Now, John Podesta, there are like stills of him and his house and there's some creepy shit going on in there too. And it's their brothers, right? So, like, well, John Podesta, who knows? John Podesta has the one of Jeffrey Dahmer hanging from the ceiling. No, it's Tony Podesta. Well, that's Tony. Yep. Okay. I found today, but like know. all of it together, like if you look at this stuff and you don't think there's something wrong with it, then I think that there's something wrong with and you. And I'm not who apologetic owns, about it. Who owns the ping pong comet? Hillary Clinton. No. <laughs> who, who was it that owned it? Was it the Podestas? No. No. Who was um, it? I'm sorry, I got food in my mouth. But here's the thing, though. Did it end up being true? Because all I, again, you guys all know about Pizzagate better than me. I'm more into James. other conspiracy theories, but it seems like it ended up being so his, false, no? His name if is James Elephantis. I thought the place doesn't even have a basement. It doesn't. It, out. Yeah. it doesn't have a basement. Right, and luckily uh, they had that crazy guy go and shoot the place up, which From North Carolina, up, by the way. So, yeah, North Carolina. But you know what? His goodbye speech was pretty fucking compelling. Like, hey, honey... Yeah. He was talking to his daughter, and he's like, there are bad people in this world, and I want you to know that that at some point, somebody, if they know the truth, they have to do something about it. So, and I'm sorry, but I know the truth, and I'm just not willing to not do it. And I mean, I'm dude, I'm, when I watched his shit, like, if you were to put that in, like, The Patriot or, like, some kind of movie, you'd be like, fucking this guy is a I, hero. I think that. He didn't seem crazy to me. As know, a cop, I, he didn't I tried seem... to look at, at uh, Comet Ping Pong 
from a chef's perspective because they damn near lost their business, you know, and, and, it, and it's because of this conspiracy. However, the community rallied around them. I couldn't find enough evidence, and I found a lot of things that didn't line up in regards to the conspiracy. I think that part of the conspiracy is true with the human trafficking, but I'm kind of feeling like James Elefantis and Comet Ping Pong might just be an innocent bystander. Well, isn't James Elefantis like the number fit? Like he made the top fifty most influential men in he Washington was on D.C. Forbes. How do you become one of the top fifty so, most influential people in Washington and you own a fucking pizza joint? It's because of all the aides and advisors utilize him, and he's on one of the main strips. Could that not have and been a cover-up for the Epstein stuff that actually was going on and all the been. human trafficking that does actually go on? Maybe that didn't end up be you know what they thought it was, but... And the references seen, that, uh, that that um, Podesta... Podesta in the email, yeah. In the emails with, in regards to cheese pizza. Oh, I had 64 slices of cheese last night. And then Hillary Clinton saying, like, let's not be too blame about it. I think it's just all so much information that you could Lighting dive up. down into this for, for days. And, and I have a really close friend, and this episode's really close to me, and, and he's in prison right now, but his name is Ryan Avedesian. And um, he told me about QAnon, uh, Jesus, uh, had to be in 2014 or 15. And he had started talking to me about that, and he was with military intelligence. And he was telling me, Tansy, there's some crazy shit going on. This is, you know, this is some nutso stuff going on. And he just kept going on. And it was just like every three or four months he would call me from Tampa, and he would just go on these, these and this is in 2015, 2014. Um, and he would just go on these tangents about, Sex trafficking. And this is before anybody had ever heard of QAnon. I, I had no idea what QAnon was at the time. And he was like, man, I've seen things. And then there's this going on. And at one point, I think it was around 2017 or 2018, I finally said, look, dude, listen, I think you're getting too deep into this, under the dark web shit. You're, you're really fucking talking crazy to me right now. You're not a lion and you're not going to do lion shit. And right now you are walking amongst a bunch of lions. Yeah. You should probably back the fuck off. Well, he ended up murdering his roommate. Um, under the the pretense that his roommate was hired uh, by Hillary Clinton to come and seize him because he had seen what he had saw on the on the dark web, and so he murdered his friend. and And, and I have another story um, that I told to his attorney that happened in Afghanistan. I, I'm not going to share it on this podcast just because it's an ongoing court case, but it's proof that Ryan Avedisian is not a killer. And, and and he was in an opportunity time where we had the opportunity to do some really bad things to some really bad humans, and. It didn't happen because he uh, wanted to wanted to overtake them and take them as prisoners instead uh, of our plan. And so, um, you know, he's not a killer first. And so when he murdered this kid um, and I was the last one of the last persons that he texted. So um, I had the attorneys texting me and messaging me or calling me about about the final text messages. But it was all QAnon related. And he'd said he'd been hacked and that he had seen. But, you know, back in 2014, he told me that he was with military intelligence and that he was on the dark web. And he had found uh, evidence that Hillary Clinton specifically was involved in child sex trafficking. And he knew the truth. And do I know if he knew the truth or if he was going batshit crazy back then? Um, but now that it's so prevalent, it's so much in the news, like it it's crazy think. for me to think, like, what did he fucking see on the dark web? Because this was like right when the dark web had come out. Um, Maybe in 2008 is when he really started getting into the dark web, if I remember correctly. I've, um, I've been on there for investigations. Yeah. But I you mean, talk about misinformation. We're in the misinformation age. I mean, that can but this go, was 2014. Sure. But, it, but it's been going on for a long time. I mean, there's been evidence shown that 
they have traced IP addresses and that they get people who are QAnon people, the Proud Boys, and they get Antifa to meet up at the same place, and they find out, actually, that was just someone from Russia hacking in and, and having these two groups fight, and then they sit back and watch as America is divided. So you can get lost down the rabbit yeah. holes of these crazy conspiracy theories, and you look like, you know, a madman, but if there's a little, like we talked about, a little grain of truth within it, and someone of power is involved in this conspiracy, why couldn't they? All right, well, let me add out that, you know, I'm also a lizard person living in the sewers of New York, so that way you just get lizard. debunked real You get debunked real quick within your conspiracy well, where to we avoid have, the We truth. have some people around here um, that, I, you know, when I own the distillery and I walk around and I talk to people and I was, I had been reading a book. Uh, my wife had actually been reading a book. And it was all about Pizzagate and uh, and some other conspiracies. And so I was just talking to somebody about the book. And this gentleman got so offended and so angry at me for even bringing up Pizzagate at my own distillery. To the point where he doesn't come to the distillery anymore and he puts out hateful messages on Facebook He's about dumb. us. He had an I'm with uh, her bumper because, sticker, right? But like, the thing is, is like, why do people get so upset that people are reading things that might have to do with They're child trafficking? They're over-invested in things they don't know enough about. We can write hashtag all sorts of stuff, but if you write hashtag save the children, that's the worst consp- you're, you're the You're a tinfoil hat, and, and it, protecting our children, to me, is the most important Biggest thing job. on the planet. Um, yeah, so, and I don't understand it, because there's so much evidence that it's happening all around us all the time. This country, every other country, it's happening. So just to deviate a little bit, here's a conspiracy. Does ranch belong on pizza? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I got some ranch it over there. Depends on the pizza. Let's 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 talk about the pizza real quick before you savages destroy it. All right. Well, we, we destroyed it because it's so fucking good, man. It's it's based on the Comet Ping Pong spot that Ashley brought up, and they had a dish called the Smoky. And you know the, the whole concept. Eric and I were banging back and forth before the episode is with these conspiracy episodes. We're gonna make a dish from where the conspiracy is, right? We're we're, we're banging this dish out thinking about kids at the. Ping pong pizza. No, 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 Jesus. no. no. <laughs> Eric digresses. So this, no. this, this is one of their actual <laughs> pizzas, soon? and it's called the Smoky. Their original one had olive oil, mozzarella, smoky mushrooms, smoky bacon, melted onions, garlic, smoked mozzarella in the middle. So you know Conspiracy Cuisine's going to get wacky with it, right? So I caramelized some thick-cut bacon down with some uh, bourbon maple syrup. Um, I took the fat from that, and I rendered down the um, baby bella mushrooms. There's two kinds of cheese on there, a regular mozzarella and then a um, bacon-smoked gouda, and olive oil. Simple, easy. Flatbread pizzas on the grill while we're here talking about tinfoil hats and Pizzagate. Well, I don't need a tinfoil hat to, to figure out what, you know, Tansy always talks about perfect pairing with, you know, yep. drinks and wine and food. What, oh, what here this, we go. What this pizza perfectly pairs with. Is this Flaming Joe that I'm drinking? Because right pineapples now. does go on pizza, and the pineapple that's a, Joe. That's a conspiracy. I, I, I agree, but it, it goes great it's with good. this with this Kill Cliff Flaming Joe pineapple jalapeno drink, which is incredible. By the way, obviously I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I think everyone who watches and listens to the show knows that he's also in the conspiracies. But you said jalapeno wrong. How am I? Jalapeno? Yeah. I feel like a gringo. I feel like a gringo. Jalapeno. Like I, I just say I jalapeno, say so I sound like super white. I love the burn. Exactly when I, I was drinking the uh, the Flaming Joe earlier, getting jacked up for this show. All fired up. Getting all fired up. And literally, that's what it is, because it's got that little heat going down the back of your throat. And that beautiful, sweet pineapple. Now tell me more about what you like going down the back of your throat. 
No, not after, things talk, just, things not just after, we, not after we've been talking about on this show today. <laughs> but listen, at this point, we all pretty much know I'm about I'm not feeling about sexual at all. We know, we know that um, it was designed by a Navy SEAL. There's no conspiracies within the Navy SEALs. They're badasses, right? You Hopefully, have, You have only good things to say about the Navy SEALs. Ain't have, that right, Tim? They have great hair. Great hair. I'm jealous. Upstairs and downstairs, right? Carpets always match the drapes with the uh, Navy SEALs. Well, so, they shave because they're swimmers. So you got to be smooth everywhere else. Ah, you know, I'm afraid of the ocean. I'm slightly hydrophobic, but we'll get into that later when we talk. That ties into the alien stuff. It, oh, it, it surely does. Listen, I was feeling a little uh, maybe nervous about doing this conspiracy shit. I don't know how it's going to go. I drink this Flame and Joe Ignite, and I'm ready to conquer the fucking world. I can do anything right you're now. Gonna, you're going to start yelling like uh, Alex Jones. Just get all fired up! I drink this and it turns the frogs gay. That's what Alex Jones said. But listen. Take your shirt off. I will. No, no, nobody wants to see that. Nobody yes, wa- Although do. I did get some color today, so it might not be so bad. But listen, the Flaming Joe's back. It was sold out for a little bit. We have the Mango Tango. And now it says Orange Crush, but I see this can and it says Orange Kush. Now, I've heard of Kush. I've never smoked it or anything, but um, I'll just assume that it's, you know, just a CB drink to mellow you out a little bit. Uh, and again, always... Tom Brady's favorite, the goat. They have the strawberry days too, which will make you days to confuse as my Led Zeppelin reference. But they also do a variety pack, which is great because variety is the spice of life, as they say. Dude, the variety box that we got today was dope as shit. I want shit. a little bit of this. I want a little bit of that. Variety is good with drinks. It's good with women. What can you do? But for a limited time only, use promo code Drinking Bros and you get 30% off. 30% off. Awesome drinks like this, the Flaming Joe Ignite, as well as the Orange Kush. The CBD drink um, that I am about to chug after. Fifteen calories per can, and I'm you know I'm on a diet right now. Yeah, I doing can, the old. You should uh, be because you're fat doing as shit. the old uh, intermittent fasting. So the fifteen calories. You're getting ready for that is, basketball uh, event. Yeah. Where you're well, gonna, where he, you gonna wipe your ass with this flaming Joe? <laughs> he's gonna need lots of this because it's clean energy. It's not yep. that that shit like that Red Bull and all that gross shit you get at the convenience. So this is some clean energy, no sugar, twenty calories per can. B vitamins, which he'll need a lot of. I, I love that you've been trying to get through this fucking ad, and we're just picking at you. It's okay. I love it. It, it, makes the, it makes the ad read longer, which Kill Cliff deserves hey. because they hooked us up with a lot of great product. And I love well how our publicist shirts. says, like, you can say whatever you want on this fucking show, but do not fuck up my ad read. She's like, you read it just we ain't how fucking it is. It up. We're making it nice and long. Yeah, so yeah we make it knows. personal, baby. We make it a personal because you know what? If Kill Cliff sucked and I wouldn't drink it, then I'm not, I, I'm going to say, like, there's we have so many other sponsors lined up for this show that she keeps asking us about and like do they go along with your values? Do you like them? Do you like this? And then we look at their website and we're like, yeah, maybe not so much this one. So if Kilcliff sucked and we didn't like their values and we didn't like what they were about, I would just let you read the ad read and be done with it and we could move the fuck on. But I really enjoy this stuff. This is my second can. I had one this morning and I'm had one tonight. And we're definitely going to be drinking it when we play that basketball game that we are still hyping up. That is going to happen. Don't worry. We're not just blowing smoke up your ass. Eric but, said um, that uh, he's going to drink it, and Joe says he's going to butt chug it. Well, Steve-O apparently tried to butt chug it. And what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but imagine if he did. He butt chugs a lot of stuff. Hey, it's Pride Month. We don't kink shame about people putting stuff in their butts. Can't knock until you try it, right? As I mentioned, no sugar, 20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes, and it's all naturally flavored. So... You go to killcliff.com and you make sure you use the promo code Drinking Bros, okay? K I L L C L I F F dot com. Drinking Bros. There's no G in there. It's D R I N K I N B R O S. You get 30% off. Take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you? Are you fucking kidding me? This shit's great. Why do you think we're all fired up? Fired up? I'm wearing a fucking tinfoil hat here, okay? We're all fired up. 
Drinking the Ignite. I love Joe Rogan. Always support Joe Rogan. Guys, take and a picture. Take Kill a Cliff. picture for us and share it with us. Share that you're drinking what, our, what, our, what we bring in front of you. Fuck yeah, and send yeah, it to us. Send it. Send it to us. And if you want to be naked in the medias. picture, you can. But also, if you're watching on YouTube, if you'll send an unsolicited like dick button. pic with Kill Cliff you to, can send it to, uh, to Boston Ashley? Joe, if oh, you send wait. it to, to <laughs> at Boston Joe, uh, an unsolicited dick pic with a picture of Kill Cliff in and it, I'll, I'll literally mail you a can of Kill Cliff, personally, for every dick that gets sent. There's uh, a lot of Army guys that listen to this that this. are probably going to do that, right, Eric? Deal, You're in man. the Army. I, yeah, for a free can of Kill Cliff, I'll send Georgia knows penis pictures anywhere, baby. <laughs> um, so... But I, I think with the Pizzagate thing, though, uh, the one thing that has always fascinated me about it is really just how angry people get. Um, and I don't know how you get so angry when something is involving children. It's biased, dude. I, I well, would I love mean, think, to, think about that. On, on the Because here's where I'm going with this, Joe, is I think there is a real problem with pedophilia. And, yes. I th- and my theory is that it started in Hollywood. And and here's why. Yes. And here's why because in Hollywood you got a lot, a bunch of young actors who are acting older than they they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, they're acting older. They're going to these parties. They're going to the after parties. Um, and let's just say that you're fucking 15 years old, Boston Joe, and you're in this badass movie about sports and sports trading, and and you go to the after party or the party, and you know, uh, uh, you know, sure, you know. Uh, Fucking name a great actress that you you enjoy, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston's like you're a cute little boy. Let's fucking get well, you me drunk a little bit, and she and she diddles you or whatever, you know. And you guys fall in love, and you guys do it, and it's consensual and everything. But at the same point, that actress has had sex with an underage minor, yeah. and that's wrong. So Apparently now we start to cover that up too. You know, but um, what are some of the other actors that have been involved? Corey in Feldman. Under, Corey Feldman, but he, not even him. Because he was a they've, victim. They've of made it. him look crazy as shit. But you know what? Because Michael Jackson. Over the years of interacting with people, you know, in our previous life. You can tell when somebody is genuine, raw, true yeah. emotion. Because they come and across crazy. Pri- pri- well, somewhat. I, I, there's there's a point at which I can tell if somebody's crazy, crazy in telling the truth or just telling the truth. And when you watch Feldman's stuff, man, he is so damn convicted that he was molested. He is so damn convicted oh, that, that, 100% that it's he was active. Convicted. He was 100% convicted. I mean, he was 100% molested. molested. Yeah. No, no, no. no. That, no doubt. And you know what, it's though? It's rampant, like, bro. Th- there's ones that aren't even theories. Actually, uh, we talk about... Um, Alan, Woody, Woody Allen? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's, married his that's not daughter. a theory. He married right. his adopted daughter. He married daughter. his adopted daughter when she turned that's 18. Weird. Um, how old was All they when they adopted creep. her at, what, I'm uncomfortable th- three? With that. I don't remember how old she was, but she was a child child. She was a child child, yes. and then he when she turns 18. divorced Mia Farrow and married her. Right? Uh, and everyone weird. was just like, all right, well, she's old enough now. Let's just ignore the fact and, and like that everybody's she's okay in the with household. that. Everybody is okay that this man. I don't know about that. I mean, there's all kinds. Yeah, of Ronan people. Farrow yeah. came out and yeah. said some no, shit about him. People aren't okay with it. Like nobody. Woody Allen's pretty much in hiding now. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's he like has Kevin to be. Spacey, he has to be. as he should be. Yeah. 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 He's a piece of shit. He's an all-time creeper. Let me right. stoke yeah. the flames. Who's on the other one? one? Who's the other one? Elliot Kazan. Elliot Kazan, who directed like On the Waterfront back in the day. Like he's been, you know, gone forever because he was completely convicted of. Right, and then we have Michael Jackson, who's doing it. Then we have um, uh, Courtney. No, um, what's the the girl that uh, wrote her memoirs about doing blow at like eight years old? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. She's deep in um, it too. She she came out and saying that they were you know having all these sex parties and doing all this crazy e. shit. Uh, yeah, she was in E.T. She was in a bunch of movies. The, um, 
Um, so I think it started in Hollywood, and, and guess who wants to be a part of Hollywood more than anything, Politicians. Right? Politicians. And so when the politicians get involved, and they're like, oh, you guys are fucking these, you know, here, child here, actors. And, and they actresses. hide in plain sight, you know. Like, and what, what happens when you're a child actor, and you get older? What are you going to do? You're going to fuck the younger ones. And now we ha- we've seen very high-profile actors yeah. that are accused of having very young girlfriends and very young wives and divorcing for even younger and younger, which if that's what you're brought up into doing, that's well, what's a what systemic issue it's, at, it that is, point, at that point. And right? cyclic. And, and you you've guys, been going on for such a long time. You're talking about power and people who want power. I mean, ancient Rome. I mean, this has been going on forever. Sure, Sodom forever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it was it at, back then. It was out in the open. I mean, to have a young boy was a desirable, like um, almost like a sidearm or a, a purse. Or it's a still that, that way people, in Afghanistan. Like pe- they still people see admire it as, that then, yeah. which is uh, not admirable. And that's that's a good segue, Nolan, to the Bahamian Grove mm-hmm. uh, conspiracy theory. As, and then there's also one with Wayfair, the online. Um, the online uh, like yes, furniture company yes, I stuff. Heard about Wayfair, Bahamian, they're two separate topics. But the Bahamian Grove um, is based uh, in uh, California, Northern, yeah, Northern California, Northern California, in it's the Redwoods. A, and it's a 2,700-acre compound uh, that originally started as 170 acres. Uh, I want to say it was uh, well, it started around 1872. Yeah, the writers, yep, and it, it started off like more of a laissez-faire liberal sort of, um, you know. Just Come on, fuck around, do some plays, maybe a little gay orgies, whatever. But then the Republican men only. Yes, yes, men only, and then the Republican Party got in 1878 a hold of it and fucked with it. It was it was Howard Taft, and mm-hmm. it, it's closely connected with um, Skull and Bones and the the Yale fraternity that got into some old school demonic shit. And this this forty foot owl that they. It's it's a word that I never heard before. It's called an effigy, I believe, which is basically yeah. like a mannequin of a little kid, and they burn it. And it's it's all men. And Richard Nixon is it's the on, cremation of care is what they yes, call that, that's that, it. that portion of the Richard ceremony. Richard Nixon's on on record um, saying a word we're not supposed to say the um, the derogatory slur the f word when referring to homosexuals um, that it's just b- basically a big gay orgy. And it's more of what I see it as is is sort of like hazing in fraternities in college where it's you talk about power, Noel, where it's these guys like bend over and I'm going to fuck your ass and I'm not gay and you're not either. It's to assert my dominance over you. And, you know, Repu- big-name Republican people, both George H.W. and George W. Bush, as well as Ronald Reagan, were seen there. This photograph. They're members with, of it. With, That's what I'm saying. I think all these politicians are pieces of shit. And when I saw Bush taking uh, Biden's side, that, that right there solidified to me. Right it's then and there, that brother. it's all connected, Listen, baby. Say what you and, want about and, Trump, and they hated Trump so much. I've never seen more hate for one man. It really didn't do that much shit. Well, that he's make not you part hate of you. the club, man. He's not, and, and, and that's, that's what, what and that's what actually made me. That's what made me switch to to Trump when I first started going because I really never cared about politics and I really don't care. But when I saw a guy. Um, you know, I fell for the whole Obama thing because I, when he preached about change and be the change, and I was like, fuck yeah, fuck, you know, government, and this guy's going to be the change. And then four years later, he was not the change, and he was nothing but more or less a politician that was just saying things. And so I just went back to not caring again. I don't think I voted that second term. Um, 
But when I got around, when I started hearing, the th when I saw how much people hated Trump and I started like digging into Trump's history and his past, I mean, you know, trying to see what, what why they hate him and, and looking at the context and why they hate him. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of hate from some, I mean, people passionately hate this man. I mean, he gives good reasons. there's not really any great so. reason to hate that uh, man. He's his own worst enemy. I mean, he's not pissing on chicks. <laughs> he's not fucking have porno underneath his thing. He's not making an <laughs> underage intern suck his dick. I mean, a 20-year-old unpaid Interns like his dick in the Oval Office. I mean, there's a lot of other heinous things that I feel like people didn't hate those people yes. as much as they hated Trump, and he didn't really do it. And that's when I figured, you know, this guy's probably. But here's the going thing about Trump: the grain. he got so much flack, and again, I think about seventy percentile of it he deserved. But George W. Bush was a war criminal, and it was more dangerous for America than Trump ever could imagine. Okay, and he got way more shit than George Bush got. I mean, the Patriot Act is. The worst thing that's happened to America in the past 25 years, and that all stemmed from 9-11 that Bush may have actually known a little bit about, talk about conspiracies. Big government, big war, baby. You got to right? have it. And, uh, uh, the thing, and the thing about episode, Trump, yeah. though, there's only a, you know, a very select few presidents. I think it's just really Trump and JFK that have talked about the military-industrial complex. And Trump didn't get offed, but he got the closest thing to it when it comes to how he was treated throughout the media and throughout his, you know, his whole term as president, where he brought up the military-industrial complex, and neither side wanted to talk about it, Republicans or Democrats. They wanted to kind of push that away. And, you know, Evan Hafer and Matt Best were on Rogan sometime in, I think, October of this past year, and they get into that, the military-industrial complex, where... Nobody, whether it's Democrat or Republican, they don't give a shit. They love these endless wars that just generates money for them. I mean, you and I yeah. have talked about, I don't know shit about it. You know much more than me, obviously, being there and doing the thing. But why the fuck were we in Afghanistan and Iraq and it's Iran? It's money, from? brother. And it's just, money, there was oil, no weapons of mass power. destruction. They can all get fucked. And it doesn't matter, you know, the, the liberals nowadays want to talk about how, oh, you know, peace and love and... You know, inclusivity and all this bullshit. Yeah, meanwhile, their leaders murking motherfuckers Exactly, overseas. and the same with the Republicans. Yeah. They, you know, they stand by these morals and everything, but they're, they're American people, too. They don't give a fuck. It's all about it's filling all the their same, pockets, man. and they don't give a shit. At, and to me, that's not even a conspiracy. That's pretty much just a matter of fact, right? And that's why we see APAC. So, so you know, getting back into the whole conspiracy stuff with the— uh, <clears throat> What was it? The, the Bohemian, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. These secret societies have been around for Alex a long time. Alex Jones actually infiltrated it sure back did. in 2000. Yeah. Um, he, it, it's either 25 or 2,700 acres, and he literally, like, army crawled through a swamp under a fence, went in there, hopped in on Like a, only a madman would. Like, yeah, <laughs> it hopped in on a wagon. He knew a little bit about associates that are in there, and he named, I'm with the whatever party he said, which happened to be based out of Texas, so his accent, yeah, the his swagger, the hillbillies, it fit in. And then he went in, and he went on to explain the um, the cremation of care, and he talked about the big owl. Like, these, these are the prominent leaders of the world there for two weeks a year, right? You, you sp apparently there's a $25,000 annual membership fee and a 15-year waiting list. Yeah. So basically you won't get in unless you're someone of importance and right. of power. And, and so he talks about the Big Owl, and he says they, they roll out this um, casket with a child, um, I forget, the, the effigy. effigy yep. So basically a mimic of a child's body. And the owl has a voice, 
and people are like, no, we shouldn't burn the child. And then a lightning bolt, which is made of pyrotechnics, mm-hmm. strikes the child and burns it. Like, I'm sorry, buddy. Like, I'm not, I'm not there, and I'm not part of this, and I can't speak intelligently about it, but that just doesn't seem right. Why are we burning child- well, children? Well, what about the Hollywood parties where they make children out of cakes? They, they make a cake that looks like a real children. Who are the celebrities that were seen eating this cake, honey? Do you know? I thought they just drank the blood. You're talking about like spirit cooking and all that. I don't yes. know. There's been yeah. like so many of those parties. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them and a lot of big name celebrities. But hey, the funny thing is, is that conspiracies are conspiracies, but they're fun to look at. You don't have to believe yeah. them. You don't have to go down these rabbit holes. But at the same time, I do feel like there's a grain of truth to some to of them. some of it. Um, and and the, the one that really gets me, though, is this Pizzagate. And I'm glad we, we did the pizza and we talked about it because yeah. me, a father of three children um, and, and I've seen child trafficking. Um, and we just saw the whole Dan Holloway. Oh, where he took a picture yeah. of the military yeah, guy trafficking uh, Hispanic children. Well, I mean, it, there's not <clears> even <throat> conspiracy. Like, so I've been on the dark web, and you can literally yeah. order well, fi- you know, firearms, when, when children, my buddy, when he When he murdered his roommate, and now he's in a catatonic state in a prison, you can't even talk to him, and, and it's just sad. And I knew this guy for so many years, and um, just not a killer, um, which is why he went military intelligence. But um, something set him off on the dark web, and, and I wish... I would have paid more attention to our conversations over the years, and my yeah. wife would listen to us because I put it on speaker and almost mock him, like looking at her going, oh, my God, look at this. Listen to this lunatic. Um, but it's not a lunatic once you murder yeah. somebody, right? Like, wow. obviously, he believed what he was saying, and I probably should have pressured or, or pressed more into learning what he did see and kind of took it a little bit more seriously. And, again, I'd like to know what happened with this guy who just randomly went into a, a pizza place and, and shot it all up and then didn't kill himself, right, you know? Just like Epstein. Uh, I want. I kind of want to digress from the Pizzagate stuff a bit and kind of do a couple of conspiracy theories that are a little bit more lighthearted and fun. And since we are sort of, a spo- sort of a sports show here, a fun one, you know, there's plenty of sports conspiracy. Th- sports conspiracies. This, Ooh, the Michael Jordan one. The Michael Jordan one's a great one where I'm sure a lot of people know about it by now. His dad was murdered for a gambling debt. Big time gambler. You know, Michael, like Pete Rose, if... You know, either of them were truly gambling. I would like to think they were betting on themselves because they both have similar sort of... Well, Pete Rose was, wasn't he? Allegedly, but, you know, what do we really know? So Michael Jordan, at the height of his career, after going three a three-peat with the Chicago Bulls, decides, no, I'm going to quit and play baseball because my dad played baseball. I believe that there's at least, you know, a grain of truth, like in every conspiracy theory that we say, that maybe Michael was also a gambler, too, David Stern, the then commissioner of the NBA, rest in peace, um, said, you know what, Michael, why don't you take about a two-year break, pretend you're playing baseball, we'll protect your image, which will protect the image of the NBA, you're suspended for two years, come on back, it'll be a big deal. He comes back and he three-peats right when he comes back. Now, it's a fun one to think about, we'll never know, we'll never know, because they will always protect Michael Jordan. But it's a fun one to think about that, that Michael didn't quit to go play baseball because he was all upset his dad. I mean, he got suspended because he was gambling on games. And we know now in his post-playing career, he's a big-time gambler. He gambles on everything. We saw the, um, the third, not the 30 for 30, the ESPN special there the, um, with the Bulls, yep. what do they call it? The, um, I saw it. I, I don't I remember what it was fucking called. Call, oh, The Last Dance is yes, what it was yes, called, yes, Last yes. Dance. And he, he, you know, all his friends talk about every hole when he'd play golf, every hole he's betting like 10 grand, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Khalil Ali talks about where she played with Trump and betting on golf. A thousand a hole. Right? So do I think it happened? Maybe. I wish I had, you know, more 
When are they, de- when are they going to declassify that? Um, See, I think we need a whole show. Dead. I think we we'll need a whole show called Conspiracy Cuisine where we talk about conspiracies and we Hell eat yeah. food. We, can go we research the day. shit out of a conspiracy and then we eat food. Uh, I, mean, around. I think it would be just such a fun show. It, I mean, it's proof is that we've, we're going past our usual broadcast time. I mean, it's so I'll easy to talk about. Yeah, we can talk as long as we want. It's our fucking show. Hours, <laughs> it's know? our fucking show. And you know what? We're sponsored by GhostBed.com oh. and Kill Cliff Energy. And we love GhostBed because they have been loyal sponsors with the Drinking Bros for over five years. Everyone raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever. Have a 20-year warranty on each mattress made in the good old U.S. of A. Let me hear it. USA. USA. Uh, You can try it out for 101 nights. Not 100. Not not 102, but 101 nights. If you uh, you are not satisfied, if you're not satisfied, you can easily return it. Each ghost bed mattress has cooling technology in it, so that you're not hot at night. You can stay cool while staying hard, baby. Literally, the mattresses are awesome. Right now, Ghost Bed is offering a flash sale, 40% off because they are a new sponsor to the Tailgate Legends. They're going hard, uh, 40% off. All you got to do is, you, and that's uh, when you get a mattress and adjustable base. All right, 40% off with a mattress and adjustable base or 30% off everything if you use the code DRINKINBROS, ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINBROS. They have an adjustable base that is best in its class, very low price. You save thousands compared to others. Trust me, my wife and I went through the whole rigmarole trying to find a bed. Uh, You can't beat Ghostbed. The adjustable base has 15 um, massage modes, zero gravity, and some other awesome features. You can buy the mattress for like $35 a month. They have zero down, 0% financing if you have mediocre credits. Um, uh, so go check them out at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Um, yeah, man, easy returns, 0% uh, down. Matter of fact, uh, our boss, Ross Patterson, uh, bought one, his house flooded, and he actually, instead of just getting one for free from the sponsors, he decided he was going to use that promo code drinking bros just to see how see easy worked. it was and see if it worked. And so he was, he got two beds, two adjustable bases in his house, and it worked out great for him. And he raves about it. Matter of fact, he liked it so much he had the owner, Rich, on their show. Tons of um, testimonials from ha- Happy Conversation. They've been a longtime supporter of Drinking Bros. Um, if you're going to trust our show, if you're going to trust the My Bookie show that they do on Wednesdays, the Monday morning recaps, the fake news, and all the news that Drinking Bros gives you, trust them when they say uh, that you will sleep so good it's scary on a Ooh. ghost bed. Right. Ooh. Know, who I, know who I bet wish had they... They had a ghost bed. Had they bad? I'm telling you, this Ignite with a little bit of rum, a little instilled rum in there, oh, it's got me feeling some type of way. Epstein. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck uh, Epstein. He, yeah, he, he I probably talk, did I, want to ghost I bed. I want to talk yeah. about another Now fun, he's just a ghost. Another, <laughs> speak, well, here you go. Speaking. See, uh, any bed that Epstein's on is a ghost bed. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ghosts, the ghosts of rock and roll past, Robert Johnson, is, is a fun conspiracy that some people believe he is the original sell your soul for rock and roll story. You know, the, the song Crossroads that he wrote that Cream and Eric Is that Clapton the one that goes, famous. meet me at the crossroads, so you won't be lonely, see you at the crossroads. No, that was Bone yeah, Thugs man, in Harmony. Almost. Time that in, was dude. Bone Thugs. Yeah. Close, My but, bad. Close, but My bad. no cigar in Monica Lewinsky's uh, hoo-ha. <laughs> wow. but no, that's, that's the age-old story. So this guy, Robert Johnson, right? He's, he's from the Delta down in, in Mississippi. So you won't be lonely. And that's pretty much how he sounded, shitty like that. And he couldn't really play the guitar that well. Then all of a sudden, he magically disappears and comes back, and he's playing the guitar like Hendrix before Hendrix was even thought of. And people are like, what the Think fuck? Think of Destiny. 
Yes, that's what it was. The pick of Destiny. In the movie, The Pick of Destiny, they actually do have a quick Robert Johnson's rep, Robert Johnson reference because anyone that came after ACDC, Led Zeppelin, all these, you know, devil horns, satanic bands, Ooh, according yeah, to the, your parents, the goats it and... all started with Robert right. Johnson. There's a, really? whole, there's a yes. whole conspiracy theory on that that a lot of people No shit, in the Joe, because that's what we're talking that's about. That's what we're conspiracy talking about. Theory. You wouldn't fucking think that there's a real conspiracy theory yeah. about what we're talking about right now. But allegedly, <laughs> these people sell themselves... To, to to Satan in order to succeed. A big uh, name, an asshole that just recently came out was Takeshi Takashi oh, Six Takeshi, Nine. Whatever six nine, that yeah. little asshole looks like a skittle bag. Yeah, um, but how has he not got whacked? Yeah, fuck him. He's a it, it's only a matter of time, man. You know, he's you know, a we snitch, always say in the he's police in a gang. In the, in the police realm, snitches get riches. If you're a high ranking gang member and you're not in prison, you are a fucking snitch. If you're yeah. over the age of thirty and you're in a gang, uh-huh. you are a snitch. Yeah. Yeah. And I've watched them all up. snitch, man. I've watched you know, everybody raved about or in the police department that uh, I won't say his name and out him on the show. Oh, fuck him, his name was Marley. But um <laughs> like you know, second highest rated gang member, uh, Crip gang member in forever. And that motherfucker rolled every he didn't even make you try. You could just be like Yo, what do you what, what are you guys doing out here with like six stolen cars and 120 stolen bus batteries? And you be like, look, man, let me t- let me tell you, come here right now. Let me tell you, let me be real with you. And he fucking spilled the beans, and you're like, oh, maybe he's lying. That was way too easy. No, sure as shit, he's right as fuck. And he, you know, that was a matter a of survival up. at that point. You it know? is, it yeah. is. But it's funny because everybody's like, snitches get snitches bullshit. No, they snitches don't. get the riches. Yeah, baby. they get riches or they freedom. Get the riches, freedom, it, if you say so. But he was saying that wasn't a true story about Marley. T- by the way, Takeshi Six Nine. Don't shoot him over that. Takeshi Six Nine was saying that he wasn't willing to sell his soul. And he was trying to expose, you know, all these people that sell their soul to Satan. And then there was one Christian rapper who said the same thing on the note of what you're saying. I mean, Jimmy Page bought Elias Crowley's house, and he said he wasn't a Satanist. He was just intrigued by the whole thing. Now, I don't know if Jimmy Page sold his soul, but Led Zeppelin's a pretty cool fucking band. And it all, all those stories, though, started from Robert Johnson, where he comes back out of nowhere. And the thing is, though— So then- what do you think he did? Do you think he— uh- well, he he wrote a song called "Me and the Devil Blues," and he literally says, "Me and the Devil walking side by side." And what about the, is that where the Devil Went Down to Georgia song comes from? I don't believe so. I believe that's Charlie Daniels. It is, but I mean, did he write it based on on Robert Maybe. Johnson? I mean, well, that's the whole thing. The Devil and rock and roll kind of go hand in hand, right? Right. Well, and why is that? Um, I think it like probably Black Sabbath. You've got the Black well, Album by Metallica. I mean, mm-hmm. So you could go the light way of saying, you know, Elvis gets breaks onto the scene and he starts shaking his hips and these old school conservative people are like, oh my God, get that off my TV. Or you could go in the sense of this. The Nile River, right? A lot happened in Egypt. The Nile River, there's a lot of spiritual, a lot of stuff happening. Now, if you look at the Mississippi River, it's kind of similar. And the Delta, where the um, Mississippi River reaches the, the Gulf into the ocean, that's where all this Robert Johnson, so the Delta Blues, comes from. And those Delta Blues end up becoming rock and roll that we know today. And without Robert Johnson and a lot of those people down down south in the Delta Blues just picking on the acoustic guitar and singing the blues, there would be no Eric Clapton, B.B. King, and Jimi Hendrix and, and everyone else that came after them today. So to me, I don't see why if crazy spiritual shit happens by the Nile, why couldn't it happen in the Mississippi River too, in that Delta on the other side of the world? And it leads to the greatest music that we'll ever know, which is rock and roll. So... It's a cool, fun one to think about, and I love the idea that someone like Robert Johnson did have some sort of spiritual journey with, with the devil in order to sell his soul, and, and now he's, you know, maybe burning in hell because of it, but guess what? We're still talking about him. That was a long time ago. That was before Elvis, before the Beatles, 
before. What would all it those take people. to sell your soul to the devil? What's your price? Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, if if I want to get rich and famous playing rock and roll, um, I mean, if he yeah. wants to have a little tussle, if he wants to do a little something, something, I'd be willing. Really? But, yeah. What's up, Satan? Really? Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> fuck with that. I don't need any of that. I got my own talent that I can use. Yeah. I don't need any help from Lucifer himself. And listen, when I talked about Marley earlier, that's his. Uh, that's not his government name. It's so not don't, Bob Marley. Don't go out smoking uh, Barley's or Marley's for snitching, you gang members that listen to this show. All you blood and crip gang yeah, members I'm sure we have that listen to the show, to don't just go show. smoking uh, all the Marley's <laughs> around you. Um you know, that was uh, not his government name. Well, so I want to ask Ashley. We were talking about secret societies, and you're into um, conspiracies, and that's why you're on the show with us today. Do you know anything about the Georgia Guidestones? No, tell me. Oh, let me tell you. So it's basically they call it like American Stonehenge, where it's, and Noel and I were talking about this before the show, that it's basically these huge, I don't know what they're made out of. They look, you know, metal. But engraved is a few uh, different languages. I, I forget how many exactly, but a few different languages of the world. And it's basically telling the new world order after, you know, a cataclysmic event or some sort of apocalypse, how to rebuild the earth and how the, this is how many people you should have. This is the exact population. These are the things you should do. And it's kind of similar shit in Egypt, too. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The thing about Egypt, there's a lot of stuff in Egypt that isn't really decipherable like you were talking about the anunnaki Anunnaki, right like the whole idea like the the ancient journey of gilgamesh i mean it's hard for us to really understand what they're actually trying to say um a lot of people try to pretend like they know but when it comes to the georgia guidestones that's in english and we can read that and it's it's a strange sort of mystery on how it came to play too where there was this allegedly some guy who said you know asked for all these supplies and things to make these guidestones and then after he made it and built it for no reason in the middle of nowhere georgia he vanished out of thin air and never to be seen or heard from again. Mm. So it's kind of a strange thing that doesn't get talked about a lot. And, you know, more wild shit that keeps happening, whether we're in the end days or not, that some Christians believe. I mean, you look at something like that and you're like, what is that for? What is that all for? And these secret societies of America have been going on for a long time. Like we talked about with JFK. He warned us of them. So then they offed them. So I think I you think there careful. was a point where Trump <laughs> wanted to, to out some stuff, but then they were like, "Look, if yeah. you if you he go this the one far, to do it because he would For flirt sure. with it. He flirted with it so Constantly. much. I'm gonna out this. I'm gonna out that, and then he never did, or he never would, and then you're kind of like led to believe it wasn't true. But you wonder, you makes you wonder if there was a thing. Is like, look, motherfucker, you talk about this shit, and we'll fucking kill you. Well, I think the there's a- nowhere you can hide the we'll alien information and the U- U- UFO and UAP stuff that is supposed to come out today. I, I feel like that's a good example of him doing exactly that and then following through I don't because I think he knew of like these secret societies I think he knows more about well, that's the freedom the of other the, stuff where they're just kind of like you better shut the fuck up but right the freedom now. freedom of information because you can tell anytime something big was going on in the Trump administration lots of crazy shit got crazier yeah like right before he started talking it's about too something, polarizing it, it would just get it would just, like uh the pandemic would all of a sudden be oh we're having a ramp up and people dying in the pandemic or whoa racial justice like yeah. every time there was something that was maybe going to get released or something was going to happen like the Epstein information that we were supposed to hear and everybody was hashtag saving the children and everything and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and then right back to back we've got it's all interconnected man you know it it just makes you wonder it makes you think there are fun theories to think about we'll never i guess we'll probably never know 
Um, and unless the great God of QAnon comes out and, and oh, showers thy people with his conch shell in high seas <laughs> or whatever uh, next, that theory is. Next time we get into this, I want to get more into uh, Project Bluebeam because I, I think we're going to see more of that shit on how it's all interconnected. And I, I mark my words. Well, I've got Project Blue Balls going on in my pants because I only got a taste of that pizza. And I need some more pizza. <laughs> well, well, uh, I'm going to cook some more for you. I, I wish I could help you with that. Ashley Hope, Tansy, thank you for taking time out of your yes, ma'am. busy thank you. day. You stay-at-home mom with three kids. All you do is podcast and listen to podcasts. Um, and so we're glad that you could take a, a break from from your easy life. Thank you, honey. I'm from just kidding. She's life. got the worst. She's got the craziest, worst job on the planet. <laughs> no, she's and, got and, the craziest, worst husband on the planet. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, that's a conspiracy. <laughs> and we'll talk about it another time. Uh, did you like the pizza tonight? You're a chef, so Delicious. you like the pizza. You're, you're Especially a good that cook. bacon. Oh, that bacon was good. The smoked bacon. That was your favorite part. Now, would you be interested in a show that was all about conspiracies and cuisine? <laughs> yes, would that be something you would dig? Yeah, you would listen to that? Food and conspiracies. Do you listen to Drinking yeah. Bro Sports Tailgate Legends ever? I sometimes do when you make me. Oh, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ow. Ouch. Have you ever just said, you know, I'm going to listen to my husband's last episode? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. That is a bold-faced lie. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't because I talk about you a lot. No, I know you don't because I almost talk about you every episode and I tell really embarrassing stories. And I feel like if you heard them, I would not be getting the bee jibs that I get uh, on a daily oh basis. The shameless bee jibs when I'm trying to take a nap and you wake me up with a central HJ or a BJ uh, to just get me right in the mood to come out here and podcast. And, now none of that's and you do it happen. on a ghost bed. More conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, uh, this is Chef Puhak from Conspiracy Cuisine, Boston Joe from... Nothing. As we all float, man. As we all float. We got Ashley Hope, Tansy, Eric Tansy. This is the Drinking Bro Sports Tailgate Legends. Until next week. <laughs>